Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Why should you visit King's Dominion? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at King's Dominion, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. The all-new 4D Spin Coaster Tumbili is now open. Get tickets as low as $39.99 at kingsdominion.com. Hello Hello from the children of planet Earth. children of planet earth welcome uh things are a little different i know we we had uh, a guest in studio uh for mario kart uh but it turns out uh we got to do this via skype so welcome welcome jt o'connell to the program hi thanks good to be back <laughs> uh if you'd like to explain why you're you know oh i mean it's, it's fairly obvious i mean it's been two years and it finally got me, so I now feel like a member of the human race. Yeah. I've now this, this is your this is your first disease that you know <laughs> did, did do much to me. So this is your first COVID uh, experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, despite I... changing basically nothing about my behaviors the entire time, mm. everyone else was locked down and you know not doing things. I basically did all the same things, and my you know. My work habits still had me going all over the city, all over the, all over the township. So, so nothing changed, and you finally. I have had uh, two covids. I, I, mean, I was I like, had, I was like, uh, you know, basically slept for thirty six hours off and on. So, 
Yeah. So which was, one? Do you know which one he got? Can you? Can no. you smell? Can you smell? Uh, I can smell. I can taste. Oh, uh, then you don't. You don't have the OG. You don't have the OG. <laughs> yeah. Well, like so, the taste is slightly like slightly different, and then aftertastes are just kind of all gradually get sour. Okay. So that's basically it. Sounds like Omnicron to me. Just so you know, as a, cool. as an expert. As somebody who's had two variants. <laughs> All the variants, yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, welcome. Welcome to the program. Welcome via Skype. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Peacemaker, which I did, you know, I did. it's one of the things that I put upon you, just like you did Picard upon me. <laughs> and um, first of all, I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts? Um, at first I was like, oh boy, uh, I don't know what I've gotten myself into here. But, you know, after the second episode, I was thinking, I was like, all right, I'm into it. It's fun. Uh, It's (laughs) not the sort of thing I would have, like, jumped right into. Once again, it's, you know, more superhero stuff. And I'm really picky about superhero stuff in terms of what I will think is great. But I thought it was good. It was definitely enjoyable. Yeah, I don't think you need to necessarily be, you know, uh, looking for a comic book movie for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, there's people with abilities, but it kind of goes. I don't know. You know how? Um, you know? Have you seen Kick Ass? Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I saw the with, first one. I don't know if I saw the second one. That's okay. You don't need to see the second. One. <laughs> but when you when you watch that movie, you're like, okay. I mean, but this really, I a comic book person. This isn't made for that specific niche, yeah. right? Like it's right. It's just uh, it's just fun. Just fun. Yeah, it's it's kind of a high school movie, actually, almost. Yeah, the way I remember yeah. it. And this is like um, if those characters grew up. <laughs> like it's not. Uh, yeah. they, they haven't really matured, but they grew up. You know? Yeah, yeah. And of course, this is obviously an offshoot of the Suicide Squad, uh, which I did not have you watch. I don't think you did watch, correct? No, I've never seen that. Okay, so uh, that's I where... was told by several people that I wouldn't like it, just based upon things i haven't liked but i don't know I, I have no idea you know does if peacemaker lies you know well within that or is it like springs off of that but does something else entirely i don't know so i mean really it's uh it's like a after you know it's after the events of so i mean yes it probably would have given you a little bit more uh you know information on the character before you jump into it but Mm. I don't think it was necessary, which is why I didn't even bring it up. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, film stars John Cena, right? Which obviously not a not an actor, but I thought he did an excellent job uh, for that yeah, character. I mean, well, yeah, I mean he's not a stage actor or anything, but he does know how to play roles. So yeah, you know, uh, I yeah his his intensity and just the way that he just you know, is all about it. I mean, there, there definitely is something of kayfabe in the whole thing. Um, in his portrayal, I, I thought it was good. You know, it's entertaining, very childish, very adult childish. Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker, the character was first introduced, uh, would actually really be Charlton comics. So it goes back, character goes back quite a ways. And I think they kind of tried to make it big in the nineties. That's how I knew about the character. Mm. Uh, because they they released these comics called Who's Who in the DC Universe, right? They had it was a pretty limited run, but it was mostly 
giving people information on characters that weren't very well known. Mm-hmm. And the character being from the 60s, you know, from Charlton Comics before everything merged, D and C merged, right? Yeah. And, you know, I had no idea who the character was until the 90s. And he did play a part uh, in post Crisis on Infinite Earth. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was a character that meant something. And when he was introduced in the Suicide Squad, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's... He's really just... Uh, I, I would actually compare the character to the Punisher on the Marvel side. Yeah. Uh, just kind of uh, shoots of everybody. Yeah. Uh, granted, a lot of his history is like shooting like Nazis and, you know, your typical comic book villains of, you know, the 50s, 60s, and even 70s. So... That's just, I, I think it worked well, and I think the show is uh, nothing like the character, obviously, from the comics or Charlton or anything. It's just, uh, you know, a weird James Gunn version of a comic book character. And <laughs> You're telling me that a, a comic book character from the 60s wasn't obsessed with 80s hair metal? No, no. <laughs> and, I mean, but it, I don't know, it was, uh, it's a very different show. Uh, the only inside joke that I think um, you probably met, I mean, like, you know, Project Butterfly was literally about aliens that look like butterflies. And there was a similar situation in the Suicide Squad. Who was your favorite character? Mine was Eagly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you you told me that before. Um, I think I really enjoyed, uh, what, what was the sidekick character's name? Uh, Vengeance? Yes, yes. I, I thought I just thought he would like everything about him was hilarious, and he everything reminded me as well of a Kickass character, like from Oh, okay, Kickass. Yeah, yeah. So, see, I can see that. Uh, what everybody wants to know, everybody wants to know who's listening. What did you think of "Do You Want to Taste It" by Wigwam, the <laughs> the title to the show, the title uh, song? I very. Uh, catchy song as it is very weird intro (laughs) i love it you get all these people just up there doing this very (laughs) odd strange dance that does not really match the music at all no Uh, yeah um uh i did i did like that uh you know when you're going through the show the intro starts and then they go cut to the video of these people dancing and then I liked in the last episode how it's like they they do the intro song, but it's not the actual intro. It's like, you know, uh, just the theme of the the moment mm-hmm. uh, for the opening or opener of the show. I, I liked that. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, the opener throughout um, kind of kind of changed and morphed. Like characters' expressions were different. If you look at like before characters became butterflies the opening of the show changed after all those oh. agents became butter or you know like all those officers and everything became butterflies so see i did not catch that because i did not watch the intro every time. every time right and yeah. I, I don't blame you the first time it's shocking <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the second time it's irritating yeah uh, but if you it got to a point where i was like all right i want to i want to just <laughs> let it especially with the last few episodes and I, I that that was uh, one of my biggest takeaways is that it was such oh, a okay. such a great opening. You don't get so, that anymore. You don't get openings. Nobody does yeah, openings. Yeah, they're super short. Um, if they do them at all, if they do them at all, and if anything, it's just like a lot of violin, right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a lot of ooh, 
just you know, especially but when you look at HBO, fair, like with Westworld, openers and... are done so poorly so often that I'm actually okay with the fact that they've largely gone away because most of the time they're just annoying, like you were saying. Um, but you know, if if somebody is more crafty about how they produce one, such as this, and such as having it change every time, uh, you know, we could go back to The Simpsons for having like little changes every time. Yep. Um, you, you know, it can be done. Uh, it's just, I feel like so many shows just don't do it. And now you have the, the skip intro thing uh, on, which is what I was using. Oh, you know, I've seen the intro. Okay. I get it. Skip intro. You know, it's what we've I done. We've ruined minutes, the intros. You know? Yeah, basically, basically we, we've taken a part of the craft and thrown it in the dumpster. So, so sad, so sad. <laughs> But if anything, this brought it back. I mean, this uh, when it first was released, it wasn't really a big hit. The uh, the opening uh, in the in the states, uh, but then like four months later, it premiered in Europe, and then like people just started, you know, doing different kind of flash mob dances in the middle of the streets throughout <laughs> Europe because it's that good. It's that good. Yeah, yeah. And you don't really appreciate it until until you want to. And, you know, James Gunn, I guess, I guess he's probably best known for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody likes to ignore his, you know, his failures, but that's just what people do. And I know the movie was, you know, it's kind of a... Well, generally, people don't ignore your failures if that's, you know, the only thing you've done. So having a few successes is probably helpful, you know. Yeah. And, the, and actually, the dance number that, you know, we both uh, so love... Uh, it was actually choreographed by James Gunn. Oh, was it really? Yeah. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I know originally, like, he helped, uh, the name of the choreographer is uh, Carissa Barton, Carissa Lee Barton. And mm. she's actually married to Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay. And I love Alan Tudyk. Yeah, everybody does. So, <laughs> I've never I've never met someone who knows who Alan Tudyk is oh. who doesn't like Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay, so. okay, okay. I was going to say, who, what do you mean? So Alan Tudyk's wife, who he didn't know was his wife, uh, was choreographing it with James Gunn. And then he found out that it's Alan Tudyk's wife. And he was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> who doesn't love Alan Tudyk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch uh, Resident Alien? I have not. Okay. I have had intentions of watching some of that. Uh Specifically because I, I'm a huge Star Trek Voyager fan, and most of Resident Alien, or a good portion of it, is directed by uh, the guy who plays Tom Paris, uh, Robert Duncan McNeil from Star Trek Voyager. And just for that, I will watch it. But then you add add in Alan Tudyk, and it's like, oh yeah, I should check this out. I don't even know where where it is. Like, it, is it streaming somewhere? Yeah, it's available on Peacock because oh, they okay. own Sci-Fi, right? Yeah, <clears throat> or Paramount. Which one is it? You know, I don't know. I, I've never been able to figure out that tangled mess between those two. Um, you know, Paramount, uh, CBS, and... Uh, no, I and, know the mess with... I know Paramount because it's, uh, you know, it's Comedy Central, it's CBS, anything Viacom. Here. I will pull... I'm pretty sure... I'm, I'm like 90%... We need, we need like some tree diagrams. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's 94... I'm 94% sure that it's uh, Peacock. Oh no, let me check. I'm almost there. Oh, they're playing some kind of commercial. Jeez. Oh I, man. You know what? I don't want to see your NBC South Florida news. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Here, let me just type it in. Or they're gonna keep playing trailers. Um, this show, 
received uh, 94% approval rating uh, based off of 7.7 out of 10 on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. And it is, yes, it is on Peacock. Verified. Okay. Verified. Zero Pinocchios. It is on Peacock. And now, now it's my understanding that Resident Alien and I think I think they're they're done with the show, aren't they? No, season two just came out. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was. Um, I, they could I, be done. I heard something about could could be, could just could have just been done with season two. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I've had intentions of watching that. I just didn't know where it was. No, oh, it's a great show. Great show. So, um, so I don't know how the math works. A seven point seven out of ten equals a ninety four percent approval. <laughs> You know their math is so off. I went on the I went off on this with, um, in, you know, in my other episodes yeah. I've done in the past, and you know if it's over sixty percent, it gets approval points, right? Right. And yeah, yeah. so that is approval just by itself it has nothing to do with the score. If you give it a six out of ten, it gets an approval rating for your rating. So if there was a hundred ratings, ninety four of them said over 60%. Therefore, it gets a 94% approval rating with a 7.7 average. That is... I would have liked to have had something like that when I was in school. <laughs> when I was just like, alright, so everybody in the class got over a 60, so you get a 94. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Okay, whatever. That's pretty much how it's done, and that is why I have such an issue with it, uh, which is why I, you know, I kind of did that whole rotten reviews thing yeah and, yeah, but yeah. I, I mean i think this i think this movie had great or this movie this tv show had great computer graphics right with eagly and everything else yeah peacemaker yeah honestly it was quite impressive it was pretty uh, legit yeah yeah i mean uh, it, it really felt like you know above movie quality from 10 years ago yeah, so absolutely yeah and we can't say that for everything we've seen thus far even though Picard yeah. looked good, it was just poorly done. Yeah, Picard's graphics were like amazing. Um, and it's funny, it's you know, like, like they were trying to really, uh, you know, complete the yin and the yang with how bad the writing was. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, both shows still had like a social agenda, you know, in a way, right? Yeah, they just took uh, two totally different avenues with it. Yeah, and that's that's. I think we talked about it on the Picard episode. Is just the difference of I was wasted um, I, trying I, to make <laughs> your point with a wet fish. And trying to make your point with, like, a nicely smoked salmon, you know? Um, like, th- th- there are differences in presentation here. You know, you can – it's okay to have social commentary in things. It's just if you're literally just vomiting it out without any creative aspect to it, what's the point, you know? Right. So if you wanted to get in a way – if you wanted to get any kind of um, message out, I think this movie did it better than uh, most <laughs> – yeah, yeah. And the other thing about uh, doing your message in a creative way and in the way that they did in Peacemaker, uh, it, it doesn't force people to just focus on that. Mm-hmm. It allows – if you just want to watch the thing and be entertained, you can be entertained. It's fine. But if you want to take a message from it, you can get the message if you want. No problem. And, you know, take it or leave it. That, I like that. Right. You know, that's fine. Uh, so, I mean, uh, you know, since we're we... – brought up Picard. Did you like it more than Picard? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Quite good. a bit more than Picard. <laughs> Even though it's not the sort of not the sort of thing I would have watched, you know, if I had seen no, I mean, a if trailer, it wasn't for I would have been podcast. like, oh, that's me. You know, I'm going to yeah, watch yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine you would want to watch this. <laughs> you know, but I actually did enjoy it, you know, and by the end, I was like, all right, I get this. This is good. 
I will say it was a little weird because, uh, you know, I watched it on not my, uh, not my version of uh, whatever it was, Peacock or whatever. No, that was on HBO Max. Yeah, I, it was not my HBO Max account, uh, and so I did not realize I was starting the eighth episode. I hit <laughs> restart, and I thought it meant restart series. It just meant restart episode, and I was like, about five minutes in, I was like, I, I think I'm. And so I paused and I was like, yeah, this is the eighth episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> but the eighth episode, that's that's the finale. Uh, Yeah, but I didn't get to the actual, like, intro. Oh, okay. okay. So it was fine. Um, uh, a lot it, of people were. It might were... not have been five minutes. It might have been, like, two minutes. Oh, okay. it, was very, it was very clear. I was like, all right, so, like, this is, like, they're going to do a flashback. Like, how did they get into this state? I was like, they're not doing a flashback yet. They're. Now they're going into the woods. Okay, I'm missing something here, you know. <laughs> right. Well, I'm glad you uh, didn't get... It's like Aquaman shows up and you're like, well, this was a short series. <laughs> Which was... I, I appreciate that they they did do those cameos. Um, it just kind of brings, you know, the yeah. whole little world together. You know, I know Marvel, that's like their big thing, right? Yeah. Um, everything happens together yeah but this there's uh, like no separate universe yeah right and and dc has always been very confused when it comes to that right you can't have the joker come out and then you know two years later the batman come out and then them taking place 30 years apart and we're supposed to be like okay yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know what's happening right yeah but anyway uh, the show has very good reviews, very good uh, critical acclaim. Uh, IG, IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, the Guardian gave it a 3 out of 5. So we'll just say 6 out of 10. So 6, 7, 8 out of 10, that's kind of where it runs. And I, I would say, I would actually put it higher to closer to 8 than 6. Mm. Uh, just because I, I don't know, I kind of look forward to it. Um, I think that's mm. important for a show if I'm going to... You know, it's. I watched it when it came out, and you watched it obviously bingeable, and yeah, yeah. kind of. So you like watched episode by episode. Yeah, I watched week. It was a weekly thing for me. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I will say it's not my favorite HBO Max series. Okay. Um, I didn't want to have to put you in, uh, you know, three season long stuff. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did well, make this recommendation because it's easy. Yeah, I mean, but so that's I, I get that for that reason. But you know, just having a three season catalog usually is enough to make a thing better than some other things in the first place. Yeah, so but like, sometimes they kill not it. Not necessarily in the... a fair comparison, you know. Right, that but sometimes true. they sometimes lose they the path. You know, they first season's great. Or maybe, you know, even we've seen it with Picard with uh, the yeah. first few episodes. First season was, I, I wouldn't say the first season was great. I would say the first season was pretty good. Pretty good. But the first episode was great. Yeah, the first episode in, in the first season is is out, out of this world. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that season, like, delivers on a lot of it uh, pretty strong. And then season two, it's just like, it's like a the, the light switch just got flipped. Uh, just wretched. But even better graphics than season one. So I don't know. You know, what are you going to do? But that is true. Sometimes you get 
you know, new writers or you get a new director or something, uh, or you get like a new direction from the studio for the new season and things just, you're like, what am I watching now? Like, what is this? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, this show is uh... like a lot of shows like should have ended earlier because I have a couple of shows where it's like, love this show. X-Files, love it. Should have ended two, maybe three seasons before it did. And mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about the new seasons that they're doing because I haven't seen any of that. I, I'll check it out. but mm, I'm not going to check it out. But I, <laughs> I really thought they should have ended it with the first movie. You know, anything after the movie. Yeah. Into the next movie. Right? Oh, <laughs> my just God. Like, the, the movie about the transplant and well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And the, the pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this show is uh, going to produce another spinoff. There will be another show featuring Amanda Waller um, and another member of the Suicide Squad. We don't know who. We do know that James Gunn is uh, writing it um, and directing it just like he did with this show. And hopefully we'll see that in a few years. But So is Peacemaker a one and done? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it so pretty not much be like Peacemaker season two or something. I don't think that. I think the way they're going to do it, just to keep it fresh, is they'll have, you know, one season of Peacemaker, one season of Polka Dot Man, whatever they want to do next, right? From the yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah. So and then like maybe have characters show up. Yeah, they can. Yeah. I mean, definitely Peacemaker would be in. You know, have some sort of cameo in it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just to. Again, bring that whole little world together. But, yeah. you know, I really think it's a, I think it's, I don't know, I thought it was a really good show, and I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't hate it, right? <laughs> the way you ended up hating Picard, yeah. Well. And, and I ended up hating Picard. Oh. I, so, suggested, I, suggest, I suggested it based upon the fact that I enjoyed season one, and I knew I was going to watch season two. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. It'll be all right. And then. Uh, you know, I, I now am in debt. So. <laughs> mm. uh, so let's talk about your quarantine real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, so we can't do the video game episodes, right? Yep. Because apparently uh, you're contagious or something. So And <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about instead of doing, you know, we're just going to do like TV shows and movies, um, mm. and I'm going to have you watch two movies, right? Okay. And we both agreed to watch The Staircase. We were supposed to do it today, mm. um, just based of our you know conversation when we did DMZ when we made that decision. But yeah. I'd like to watch the documentary before we do an episode on The Staircase. Oh, okay. So we're going to push back the staircase, but we're going to watch Ambulance, okay? Oh, okay. So I need you to be prepared for that, Ambulance. And that'll be, what is that, the 24th? That'll be Monday. We've got to think of a TV show, and I want to talk about The Northman. The Northman. I think that puts you, oh, in Ozark. That's probably be the team. Oh yeah, Jeez. Ozark. <laughs> I still have a few episodes left, but I can I can bust that out. So <laughs> I should be able to, and probably well we'll we'll talk about it. I don't want to give too much away. It might send people <laughs> running. Yeah, 
Um, People are like, oh, I don't have to listen for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I can take a, I can take a week off. Um, it's two weeks, two weeks, right? Whatever it is. However long. Did you did you uh, get a real test or was it like a home test or was it a... I got a... Uh, oh, you froze, was, you froze, uh, you froze, you froze. Reading the instructions. I froze? Did, yeah, is my froze. audio coming? It was like a, I got a test. <laughs> Hello? Uh, reading. Oh, no. Reading the instructions. <laughs> You're freezing again. Oh, technology. <laughs> JT. Well, I guess we lost. <laughs> well, that was a good. That was a good. Uh, that was a good episode. This is what. This is the problem with uh, doing the show via Skype. I get. Uh, I get disconnections. I get uh, all kinds of problems, and now you're stuck with just me awkwardly. Uh, but we will see you. When is it? The 27th, and we're going to talk about Ambulance, available on Peacock. Uh, but until then, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack, but next year it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.